hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello everybody and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. Hey Caitlin, yes. uh, is this what it feels like every time you're right and I'm wrong? Because the vindication of this week it's just it's just so powerful in my soul i feel I, bright and shiny i honestly don't understand what you're talking about i mean come on chick is evil chick isn't evil that's back. what you got chick killed people multiple people we have that confirmed the black hood's back uh hal cooper is the black hood it's all happening Caitlin. okay so i feel like we watched different episodes because the only thing that i learned this episode is that kevin is the killer as we all predicted um and listen, I know we like pretend we watch the show and like make exactly, up what actually happened make, to them, right. but can we at least be on the same page and with Kevin's this stuff? Kevin's the redhead. Oh my god! And um, <laughs> I really liked um, Betty. She was a good character this time <laughs> around, and yeah, and I think that's pretty much sums up this episode. So we got uh, at least one review that we didn't read last time. That we should probably do this time. Would you like to read it, or should I? Um. Do you want to read it? I'll read it. I'm going to read it. Okay. And also, I want to apologize for the pitter-patter of the little dog feet. I feel like she only pitter-patters when we start our podcast. I feel like I should add, like, a disclaimer to the start of every episode. There's going to be a dog here. Well, what are you going to do? Send her away? We're not going to send her away. You guys love it. <laughs> they don't sell, They don't send uh, Elvis away on my favorite murder. Anyway. Okay, Do right? they apologize for Elvis every episode? No. They... We should all be so lucky. So this one is a compliment. You're both the best, right? That's where we're starting? Yes. Okay, cool. You're both the best. Um, five stars. Amazing. Tad2468 on April 9th, 2018. And they say, I'm obsessed with your podcast. Caitlin and John, you're both hilarious, fun, and provide wonderful insight. There are things that I don't pick up sometimes, and then it's reviewed on the podcast, which is, again, weird. We don't actually watch the show. I will never understand how anyone could say anything negative about the Riverdale Register. You are literally so nice. Please don't take the hater. Don't take anything that haters say personally. Maybe they need some jingle jangle. What? Just kidding. Oh. Anyways, thank you both for making a 12-hour day at work enjoyable. You should quit your job. You have the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. This woman is way too nice, or man, is way too nice to be working 12 hours a day. You have the best Riverdale podcast, hands down. Also, thank you for talking about Archie's obsession with Hiram. I'm pretty convinced at this point he's using Ronnie to get to Hiram. Keep up the great work and much love to both of you. P.S. I found your dog's Instagram page and she's adorable. So nice. P.S.S. Will you ever do an AHS podcast? It's a great show. One, Tad, I love you. You're the best. Literally so nice. Way too nice to us. We don't deserve you. Thank you. Um, and thank you for complimenting Stella. She says thank you as well. Yeah. So... I love American Horror Story. Like, it is one of my favorite shows. I know that, like, sometimes it can get a little weird, but uh, the first season is, like, still, like, one of my favorite seasons of television. I think that, I mean, no, you don't watch it, John. I've seen, like, two episodes of American Horror Story. The first one from Freak Show and then one from this last season. So I think that both of those seasons were, like, the weakest. Great. So, um, but yeah, I mean, one reason I think that we wouldn't go back, and I don't, know, I don't mean to speak for you, but I feel like part of the appeal of doing a podcast is that you don't want to be, like, one of a thousand American Horror Story podcasts. Oof. You know what I mean? 
Like, I mean, we got lucky that we jumped on Riverdale yeah. as soon as it started. Not that we wouldn't, like, maybe do this anyway, but I think that at this point with American Horror Story, there's so many seasons of it that unless it, there was something that they were doing that, like, we were both passionate about, like American Horror Story Riverdale, for example. <laughs> like, Isn't we, that just, isn't Riverdale just American Horror Story Archie? Yeah, basically. Oh my god, that's so smart. You're so wise. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, so probably not, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a possibility for some fun thing in the future. Okay, so we're on Riverdale Chapter 32, Prisoners. Caitlin, what is what is that title in reference to? So this one I was really excited about because Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman yeah. is one of my favorite movies. Um, I did not pull up the thing because I love it so much, but I'm going to do it now because I don't have all the details. Um, by the way, if my voice sounds like really like cool and like edgy. The sexy, raspy yes, voice. Yes, from, from uh, Friends, whatever it was. Um, she, Phoebe did that. I, um, it's because I have a cult. So this is like the best movie I've ever seen. Like, okay, that's not true. Like, it's not, like, my all-time favorite movie, but, like, every time I think about it, I'm like, why don't I just say, like, that's one of my favorite movies? Because I love this movie. 2013, thriller film, directed directed by some guy named Denis Villeneuve. Um, Denis Villeneuve. Wow. That was a butcher of his name. I'm so sorry. He did Arrival. Uh, which was like the cool spaceship movie with Amy Adams where Wait, she really? learns to speak the alien's language and he directed Blade Runner 2049. Oh, so he's like doing well. He's like a kind of a big <laughs> deal right now. Right. I'm sorry. I like really do pride myself on being like kind of a cinephile and then I like just don't know something. Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> Villanueva. Say it again. Uh, I think it's uh, Denny Villanueva. Ooh, wow. That's a cool name. Or I'm butchering that last name, but I'm... Yeah. But this movie stars, like, my favorite person, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. I know. He's your favorite person. I mean, he's... Okay, no, Matthew Gray Goobler is my favorite person. I mean... You're all over the place. I don't know. But, I mean, he's my favorite person. But Paul Dano is my other favorite, like, actor man. Um, Actor man. And, no, I just think he's so talented and never gets credit for anything. Like, he... He's always so good. He was so good in um, uh, Love and Mercy. Swiss Army Man. And Swiss Army Man, that's a great movie too. But he was so good and I'm, in that movie, and I feel like nobody gives a fuck. Like, it's so weird. It's like He's he, still that guy from that thing to most audiences. Yeah, but no, he's Paul Dano. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's um, great. He's married to Zoe Kazan, or he's partners with Zoe Kazan. Who was in uh, The Big Sick. Oh, did they meet doing Ruby Sparks? And they did. Well, I don't know if they met doing... I don't know if they met because they've been dating since 2007. But um, but I just watched that movie on a plane. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It ends happy in real life. <laughs> to, our, to our listeners, if you don't know who Paul Dano is, give him a Google. Um, <laughs> give him a Google. Give him a Google. You, you, you might <laughs> you know find he he's probably in a movie that you like. And you should see Love and Mercy. After I saw Love and Mercy, I went to see Brian Wilson at the um, the Hollywood Bowl for Pet Sounds. Mm-hmm. And I just got an email, uh, not an email, a phone call from the Hollywood Bowl being like, hey, two years ago, you saw Pet Sounds at the Hollywood Bowl. We wanted to know if you wanted to know any, about any of our other concerts. 
Like, this happened, like, yesterday. Yeah. That was, like, two years ago. Literally two years ago I went to see Brian Wilson because my mom was afraid he would die if she didn't see him. Wow. Yeah. She's not, like, a big fan. She just was... She wanted to see him before he died. So... Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's a really good movie. Paul Dano's great. Riverdale. Riverdale. Uh, Prisoners was written by Christine Chambers. This is her first episode of Riverdale. She knocked it out of the fucking she park. Did it. She uh, was a writer's assistant, and then her first writing gig was on Boardwalk Empire. She wrote a single episode of Iron Fist, episode uh, five of the first season, which, I mean... You'll you be forgiven if you did not watch Iron Fist, guys. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. People don't like um, it. And then, yeah, well, that's because it wasn't good. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't realize that was why they didn't <laughs> like yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Jennifer Fang. Ooh, I love that last name. Yeah, she's a uh, Sundance filmmaker. Yeah, she's done episodes of The Exorcist, Major Crimes, The Expanse, Quantico, a single episode of Cloak and Dagger, oh, and hey. this. So when that, that comes out, we'll be watching that, too. That'll be fun. So, uh, what kind of story would you like to start with? We got, uh, finally a Keller story. We've got, What's okay, that? Was that so a Keller story? Was that, like, what you made of that? I didn't, the Cheryl-Kevin thing? I barely noticed it. It was barely a story. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then there's only really two other stories, which is, okay, so, like, Chick really isn't a Cooper, and stop trying to make Nick St. Clair happen. I like the, let's, let's do the, let's stop trying to make Nick St. Clair Nick St. Clair happen? Okay. While we're complimenting actors, can we compliment Nick St. Clair? <laughs> Like, not as an act, like, his actor, not like him, <laughs> being a sociopath. Uh, he plays slimy very well. They let him grow a little bit of scruff, and now he's like, I'm a tough guy. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, I'm more attracted to you now. That's terrible. <laughs> That's, this is such a problem. Um, he is a really good actor. I heard, so um, I'm going to, like, do a little sidebar about me right now. Do it. So because I'm secretly a 16-year-old teenage boy with angst, Freddie Stanellis oh is one of like my favorite authors. And by one of my favorite authors, I mean in college I got a quote from one of his books tattooed on my body. <laughs> and I actually in college was very proud of it. And then after <laughs> college, I was like, you don't tell anyone that, Caitlin. <laughs> so I have I, I don't regret my tattoo and I still really like that book, but apparently, like, Nick St. Clair is very much inspired by like Patrick Bateman. And there's a line in Riverdale where I think Veronica calls Nick a less than zero monster, which is like my favorite book and another Brady Snellis book. And so um, basically, I just am very excited about Nick being back and being evil. Cool. So in the aftermath of Midge's death, Switchy did die. Fuck yeah. She's actually dead, guys. I'm I mean, happy. I'm not happy, but, like, I'm happy. I know, but, like, good for you, Black Hood. You, you really right, exactly. did it this time. Uh, or is it Hal Cooper? It's not. We have four episodes left. But, John, you can be right for today. So, Archie uh, at the diner is like, hey, guys, I don't think we caught the real Black Hood. Because, like, I looked in his eyes that one time, so I definitely know when it's him I'm or I'm really glad not. I told you this now instead of like four months ago but yeah well it's funny because he did mention this but he mentioned it to agent adams the least useful person to ever say something like this to you didn't couldn't say this to betty agent adams is definitely like a stage actor or something because he's so good at enunciating (laughs) he's really good at it uh but archie is worried that his dad is going to be a target again yeah that's a good uh, because the black hood basically says that yes if i targeted you before I'm coming for you again. What if the person who shot Archie's dad, or who 
threatened to shoot Fred in the diner is the Black Hood. Stop. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. So Archie's walking down the street and he gets to see this uh, kind of a reference to Halloween, where like Ta-da. he sees the guy at the end of the street and just like vanishes behind a bush and like Archie goes over and looks behind the bush and sees nothing there. Remember when we saw Halloween? Remember at the, at the, at the thing in the in the in the park? That was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Let's do that again. <laughs> Maybe not Halloween, but like a different movie. A uh, more energetic movie. Yeah, that movie's like way chill. It, I mean, in this time period, I'm sure it was good, but like yeah, no, it was not a good movie. It was slow. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad. No, it was kind. Of, it wasn't bad. It was just like you know, it was like the stepping stone. It, Halloween's yeah. not a bad movie. Okay, no one yell at me. It's I just really want to see the new Halloween they're doing. Yeah, it's like a sequel. It's got Jamie Lee back. I do love her. So Archie's like, Dad, you should leave town. And Fred's like, no. And that's a whole scene. It takes like two minutes. He's like, there's a cop outside, Arch. Actually, my Luke Perry's not that bad. You're Luke Perry? (laughs) We don't think that was bad. Arch, there's a cop outside. That's pretty good. Arch, there's a cop out. No, (laughs) that's not it. He's like like, very gruff and tired. That's it. That's the last time we see Fred this episode. Um, Archie goes to that abandoned house. That the Black Hood left his, like, hood in that one time. Yeah. Um, and uh, sees, and, like, this this guy moves past him real quick, and Archie, like, follows him. It's this hooded man, but, like, not with the eyes cut out. It's just... He just has a hood. Full hood. Uh, and then two other guys come up and just beat up Archie, take him hostage. So that's Nick. Yeah. So Veronica gets a call from Nick St. Clair. And honestly, I'm like, I'll watch your spinoff. He's like that sociopathic teen. He's like, hey, um, I'm ransoming your boyfriend to you for a million dollars. Okay, I feel like a million dollars is a lot of money. I mean, our, he's a sexy lamp, but is he a million dollar <laughs> lamp? I don't know. There's so many other lamps at World Market. There's a lot of lamps out in the sea. Wait, okay, bad metaphor. Uh, <laughs> and that's a problem, and we're here to talk about <laughs> recycling. It's very important. It's so important. So, yeah, um, I just feel like a million dollars is, like, a lot of money. <laughs> like, it's too much money for somebody to just have, even if you're rich. Like, I don't think that kids, like, even rich, I don't like any rich kid who's, think of, like, the richest kids that we know, or not, like, personally, but, like, have heard of. Like, I, I don't think those kids have access to, like, a million dollars to, like, casually throw around. <laughs> Maybe $100,000. $100,000, totally believe it. Maybe five hundred thousand. You know, thousand Nick, dollars. as a teenager who lives in with your parents, you could do a lot with a hundred thousand dollars. You'll probably yeah. do great. I mean, like, I get it that he's rich, but like, I think a million dollars is fucking ridiculous. That's <laughs> so much money for a kid. Well, to let's remember this is Riverdale. Everything is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Yes. Okay. So, Hiram also believes a million is too much for Archie. <laughs> Hiram, who is theoretically. Archie's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. The love of Archie's life is like, he's not blood. I'm not getting him back. Yeah, that was like such a dick move. I was like, Archie literally would hand you his kidney, rip it out of his body to make you happy. And you're like, he's not blood. Despite the blood oath we took, yeah. not blood. We did mix blood, but, but not in each not. other, just on a piece of paper. Which is confusing, but it's not blood brother, so it doesn't count. So Veronica... Uh, or rather, sorry, Hiram and Hermione tell Veronica's like, oh, yeah, the St. Clairs, they're also a mob family. 
because everyone is a mob family. Is it convenient? They're a mob family. Okay. Whenever we need to call the cops, nope, mob families are involved. Plus, I don't, let's be honest, the cops were kind of busy this episode. I don't... Cop? There's just the one. cop, yeah. There's a deputy. We know that. There's at least two. Sure there is. Yeah, so like, I'm just... So they're music producers and they're mobsters. Right, they do the old two two gigs music, which shouldn't the music producer thing be, be enough? Yeah, like, probably. That should do pretty well. I, you would think that if you were like a successful music producer, you wouldn't want to get involved in like... I mean, I guess there's lots of music producers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah there's like, a lot whatever. of criminal music producers. Yeah, that's true. But like... But I don't, I don't know. Like, it just... I don't really understand why we're all, like... Is Hart... Like, is he an upstanding citizen that, like, people don't know is a mobster? Or is he, like, a mobster and, like, that's what he is? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, like was he always a mobster? And, like, Veronica went to school and everybody was like, oh, yeah, your dad's a mobster. It seemed like it was a mystery until he moved to Riverdale when it's exceedingly obvious in <laughs> everything he does. Yeah, it's confusing. So. I mean, he did go to jail for a bit. Sorry, I'm sniffling. So. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Archie asks Nick, if like, are you seriously doing this because I punched you? And okay, he didn't punch him. Archie, you you beat on him ruthlessly while he could not move from his bed. I'm surprised his face recovered as well as it did. He ha- he'll have a limp for the rest of his life. Which I don't think the actor gave him a limp when he was, like, moving around a little bit. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's a good actor. But um, Nick's like, it's not just you. The, the teen band of girls beat me up. The other girls beat me up. It's been pretty <laughs> pathetic for me so far. My dad thinks I suck, so I'm going to kidnap a child and extort the other crime family for a million dollars. That'll make my dad love me. Honestly, it sounds like, yeah, it does. It would. For sure. He's going to make his bones, quote unquote. Okay. Archie. Okay. I was going to screen cap that because I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Is that a thing anyone says? Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, there are phrases it's, I don't it's know. It's like, earn my place, I guess. It must be a mob phrase. I hope so. But my favorite thing is that Archie hears this line once and then repeats it back to Hiram Lynch. It's like, I'm going to make my bones. And it would have been so funny if Hiram was like, people don't say that, Archie. <laughs> or we're just, what are you talking about? This, it's a very Archie move to hear one thing once and be like, yes, that's the term I will use forever from now on. Like how he heard a John Mayer song. It was like, music. <laughs> okay. Right, right. He first his first love John Mayer got him into music. His second love Hiram got him into crime. Uh, Honestly, he's too impressionable. If only he could love his father. I know. Who'd get him into like construction and like being a decent person, salt of the earth, etc. etc. So Veronica sneaks into her dad's office and uh, unlocks his safe because the code is her birthday. Well, it's easy. Yeah, real easy, Hiram. (laughs) Okay. Your your office is unlocked. Your vault has a pretty easily guessed uh, code. You really shouldn't trust your daughter that much. Yeah, or at all, actually, because she's kind of untrustworthy. So there's lots of money, but not a million dollars. Obviously. But she still calls Nick and is like, let's meet up. I got the money. And he's like, cool. Let's go to the chocolate shop. If because you, think, you have a standing set there. Where it's it'll be much easier. Honestly. It's easier for a lot of us if we just keep using that set. So they do, and she gives him the money. He's like, this isn't enough. 
I know how you can pay the rest of it off. And we all know what's gonna happen. And suddenly he starts oozing slime out of every pore of his body. Honestly, like, like, why would you, like, he would, like, that's not a deal. Like, why would he want that deal? She's, like, hot, but, like, this is a problem. Like, like, you want money. Like, that's gonna last you. What, are you gonna go to your dad and be like, all right, I got this much money, and I had sex with Veronica Lodge. So, so like, you love me now, Dad? He's like, yeah. <laughs> feel like, You're kind uh, of gross. <laughs> you kind of disgust me, kid. Yeah, I, this is actually kind of part of the problem. Yeah. So This is why nobody likes you. I hope the dad just says that. Yeah, poor Veronica. But she's smart. It's true. She is. She's smarter than Archie. Uh, Nick sits on a laptop in front of Archie and is like, so you're going to watch me have sex with your girlfriend in this room. That made me, like, very nauseous. And then I'm going to come back here and kill you. Because that's what make your bones means. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't like that for you. You'll need that term later, Archie. (laughs) I really don't like that phrase. Makes me really uncomfortable. Okay. So Veronica puts on lipstick like it's armor and goes it to visit Nick in his hotel room and Archie's like freaking out from the chairs he's watching. Yeah, that kind of um, pissed me off, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. I would also be pissed. But I was like, you don't fucking own her. I mean. Like, obviously she's doing this <clears throat> for you. Figure it out. He's not okay. He's been beaten up. His hair is all messed up. His hair is terrible. Did you see that? <laughs> what was happening there? He, <laughs> did Nick punch him so hard the gel came out of Archie's hair and it just oh, the mousse came out and just all flattened out? <laughs> it was like out. only in like one moment. It, it was, was so it was weird. A, it was kind of all over that. It but, was so weird. Uh, Archie, oh, uh, Veronica pours them drinks. Like she brought drinks from home. And, and, and Nick is like, well, that's not suspicious. <laughs> well, no, she... Give me some of that. Does she, she does take a sip. Does she bring the champagne from home? I know she brings the roofies from she, her necklace. The roofies are in her necklace. She pulls a champagne bottle out of her bag. Yeah. She I, comes in and she's like, ah, charcuterie. Thank you, Nick. And she's <laughs> like, yes, I got you all the blatant rich people foods. <laughs> Honestly, like, I love a good spread. But, like... <laughs> But this is evil man's spread. Evil spread. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's also food that, like, definitely animals were tortured for you to get. Like, 100%. As, he's, as she's pouring him drinks, he's like, hey, everything about this town, he starts, like, naming things individually. It's like, your boyfriend, the school, the chocolate shop, they all suck. Go back to New York. Bye. <laughs> and honestly, I'd be like, yes, please help. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> murderers. But, it's not quite as quaint as it seems. Archie falls backwards on his chair and breaks it. Uh, and then knocks out one of Nick's goons and then dodges the other one. He's just coming in with a pizza. He's just trying to provide for his friends. He might have fed Archie some. Archie doesn't know. I bet he would have. Archie runs out. And then we get actually this kind of cool shot of Archie just booking it as the camera's presumably on the back of a car in front of him. He's just going as hard as he can, as fast as he can. Always running that one. You know what I think, though? Always forest gumping. KJ Appa is a wonderful physical actor. Yeah. He brings a physical presence with him. He always goes 100%. You can't see, but John's moving his hands. (laughs) 100%. He broke his hand that one time. I think he should get an action movie. I want to see what he could do with something like that. I do worry. Or a horror movie with action elements. Because that's what people his age get. So Archie breaks into the hotel room, and Nick is already unconscious because Veronica roofied him. Yeah. Should have seen that coming. Yeah, really. 100%. You dumb. 100%. What's amazing is then they're just like, they just call his dad and be like, hey, we're ransoming your son back to you now. 
And he's like, I guess fine. And his dad's like, all right, I got a million dollars around here somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'll just collect the change with the couch. We'll figure it out. It's wait, that's like so much money. Yeah. You can't spend a million dollars and not have the IRS after you, right? Like, that's a thing. <laughs> Did you ever see um, Dodgeball? Of course I've seen Dodgeball. Do you remember the bit where it's like... $100,000 in real life isn't nearly as impressive yes, as in the movies. Exactly. They open up just a single stack of bills. <laughs> that is really funny. That's all I could think of. Because uh, it's no. a $1,000 one Yeah, Hermione, uh, sorry, Veronica brings home like a giant stack pile of money. They're How do they get it in cash? Dollars. Not important. It's a million dollars. And uh, Hiram and Hermione are like, oh my god. She's like, yeah. Also, like, we know you didn't put any effort into saving Archie. <laughs> so, so you might want to talk to Archie about this right now. He's in your office. And I'm thinking, oh, finally, Archie's going to be like, you're not there for me. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're going to break up. <laughs> but no, the following scene is, I'm, is Archie apologizing to Hiram and being like, I'm sorry I haven't done enough for you <laughs> to want to rescue me <laughs> from being kidnapped. So I want to I want to make my bones for you. <laughs> Hiram, and I know just who I'm going to kill. It's the Black Hood. And Hiram, who has never been directly affected by the Black Hood once in his entire life, is like, I'll do whatever it takes to help you. And Hiram's like, this is hard as I am the Black Hood, but anyway. Like, Archie, are we serious? I thought it was going to be like a ploy when I was watching. I was like, oh, is Archie fucking with Hiram or something? Or is it going to be like, now Hiram is going to be taken down by the lack of, like, is Archie going to set Hiram up? But no, Archie's just in love with Hiram. I've never loved anyone this much. As Hiram loves As Archie, Archie loves, I wish I loved someone as no, much as exactly. Archie loves Hiram. Although, I'd also wish they would love me back, and Hiram clearly doesn't. No, this is a terrible situation for anyone to be in, really. At least uh, Archie has Veronica, his second choice. <laughs> so, it's, this is not a love triumph between Betty, Veronica, and Archie. It's, it's Archie... Veronica and her dad. Veronica does, and Veronica isn't even aware that her dad's like in the game. <laughs> right, exactly. No. Somehow she's unaware that he's in the game, even though it seems like should be yeah. should be aware of this. Yes. Alright, so what do we want to hit next? Kellers and Cheryl or Coopers and Jones's? Kellers and Cheryl. Kellers and Cheryl. So at the funeral for Mitch Clump, um, Happy she's dead. Not happy that she died, but happy that she's Happy singing. death is real. Right, exactly. Cheryl is singing. It, which I don't is, know what song it is, but it's pretty good. Yeah, but it's just incredibly distracting coming from a musical episode into the next one, and it starts That's with true. music, and you're like, wait, are we still in a musical? Well, that kind of reminded me that they had a lot more music on Riverdale last year. Yeah. Like, a lot more. I think it. they had easier places to fit it. Right. When the events of the week was like, oh, it's a town jamboree. That's and true. now the event of the week is um, morning. Remember how they had the milkshakes, like the milkshake song? Yeah. Sung on the roof? Yeah, that was um, kind of weird. That was weird. That was really weird. Pop tape be like, yeah, they're singing about being sexy. <laughs> this will save the chocolate shop. But it was a really good song and I liked it a lot. It was an interesting rendition. I enjoyed it. The cheerleaders... The River Vixens, y'all, are in all black cheerleader outfits. That's amazing. I want them. They have funeral cheerleading uniforms. Well, what happens if somebody dies and you don't have that? Then you look silly. Sheriff Keller questions everyone, and it turns out Ethel did write the letters. 
Okay. But it wasn't the Black Hood. Was that your theory? It did. I think I posited Midge might have done it. Oh, you did, yeah. I, that's, for some reason, I was just like, yeah, it makes sense that I have, to have a vision board, but this makes way more sense. Uh, and, it, and it answers why she, like, knew, kind of knew what they were looking into without right, them having to say it. Right, that's true. That's so, so true. I wonder if the Black Hood was, like, content with not killing people, then saw this and was like, well, I mean, if there's an opportunity, I'll, I'll come do, back. Hey, hey, hey. So, Sheriff Keller does kind of suck about it at his job. All right, but but I don't think this is, like, just his fault. No, people keep hiding shit from him. Right, exactly. He doesn't have all the information because the teenagers are like, we're going to solve this on our own. Exactly. They. That's exactly what it is. And honestly, it's not that I'm saying, like, he's a good cop, but, like, he's he's just trying his best. Speaking of teenagers solving this on the zone, Cheryl basically announces that the entire River Vixen cheerleading squad are now vigilantes out for justice. I love this. I would watch this. I would watch a show about this. I'm I I am less confident in this. Really? I mean, we only know like three of the River Vixens. Right. None of the River Vixens with names agree to this. Right. Which is confusing. only the faceless peons. Yeah. Weird how that works. Um. The sheriff goes to talk to Mrs. Clump, and she slaps him in the face. Which I really felt was unfair. And then Cheryl, like, is kind of like, you don't deserve to be sheriff, Adam, really angrily. What, is she mad because of Jason? Because your dad was the one who killed him. It's weird that she's decided to take this so personally. Yeah. I mean, do we know Midge? I didn't know Midge. Did it, you know Midge? The question is, did Cheryl know Midge? Apparently, they were best friends. don't think there was a single shot of the two of them actually talking to each other in the entire series. What I thought would have been kind of cool is if, remember how Cheryl was like, my best friend, like Hannah, or whatever her name was. And we were like, who was Hannah? Like, where? where Oh, right. Right. Her her original lesbian romance. Exactly. Like, what if Midge was Hannah or something? Like, what if she was like, I was in love with Midge or something? If the Midge Moose relationship was two closeted people that would trying to trying to make a go of it, uh, I would have liked it. Cheryl's position does not really make sense here. No, but unless she blames herself for actually stepping down from playing the role of Carrie. Well, no, I don't. I mean, but she, that's not implied by anything. No, you I mean, said. Once again, the Cheryl this week is not the same Cheryl of last week. And now she's the Cheryl who lashes out at the police. I'm fine with that. Cheryl can do no wrong. Oh, yes, she can. Well, that's... So, the Lodges uh, make Giddy, what, Boris and Natasha plans to take Sheriff Keller out of power. Veronica's like, I'm not going to be in this plot. I'm going to be in the Nick St. Clair plot. (laughs) Bye. I loved her uh, Boris and Natasha joke. That was funny. I was like, wow, that's so accurate, actually. So Hermione goes to Cheryl, and she's like, hey, I was going to write like this think piece about how bad the sheriff is, but I was wondering, do you want to write the op-ed instead? And Cheryl's like, I got you. She's like, yes, I write articles now. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm actually a really good writer, so. Uh, so she writes it, and then uh, the lodges all celebrate, and Kevin has to confront Cheryl. About her basically saying his dad should be fired. From and by whom? Not sure. Well, the, the we don't town. know who the deputy mayor is. I don't think the town can just fire you. That, I mean, as the sheriff, I, it's, I guess you can get, it's almost like impeachment. I guess. And I guess that could happen. Don't know, we don't know who the deputy mayor is. Feels like an oversight. <laughs> 
Um, it was Midge's mom, so... I have beef with this. You have beef with what? This with block? Kevin and... Like, Cheryl... No remorse at all towards Kevin. After, like, they just spent so much time doing this musical and whatever together. Oh, And, but, like, he was instrumental in getting her out of the, the nun's, like, gay conversion camp. I guess he was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Eh. She feels nothing. She doesn't care about him at all. I guess that... She Poor must, Kevin. I know, I feel bad for Kevin, but I guess she must really hold resentments from her brother. That's That makes sense to me. That she must be still pissed about Jason and, like, now decides to leave Cher- the Cher- though Here's like, where I'm at with her. Cheryl constantly needs to be pitted against something. Right. Anything. And when she wins something, she's not comfortable unless she has something else to rail against. So that's her personality. So she got her parents out of the house... And Didn't then things she? were happy for a little. Yeah, she got. They're not in this episode at all. Let's, right. I assume they're not living in that house right now. Uh, and like, yeah, she beat her mom last week. So now, for a second, things were happy. Then she got that itch. So now she's just like, destroyed the police. Like that's that's now where she's at. She should go to college <clears throat> and protest stuff. She'll do great in college. She'll do great in college. But also, like, she should see. Help? Yeah. Well, she had the Sisters of Quiet Please open season three with an actual therapist moving to this town. But then that therapist will definitely like sleep with Archie and it'll be a problem. (laughs) The town ruins a therapist. Exactly. So Sheriff Keller takes Cheryl's article to heart and so does the rest of the town because they vandalize his car, write Sheriff Killer on it, smash the glass. That's a federal crime. Is it? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. And I will stop doing that then. (laughs) <laughs> oh, have you done that a few times? I mean, not no time. To the Burbank Police Department. Oh, poor Burbank. So Kevin comes home later in the episode and finds his dad like soups drunk, and he's like, "Soups drunk." He's like, "Hey, the deputy mayor demanded I step down as sheriff, uh, but like maybe if Fred wins, I can still like get my job back." But, like, Hermione wins, that's def not happening. Yeah, I don't know why they hate me, but that's fine. Uh, They just want control of the police. That way they can control who gets sent to jail, and they can control the town. That's really fucking weird, because... They want to to really sell those tickets to Hiram Land. I feel like... And the cops hand them out. I really don't think that just because you have a a jail in town, a prison in town, that means that everybody who gets arrested in in your town goes to that prison. Like, I don't think that's how it works. I, I'm positive in the show that would that be, will be how, how it works. works. No, I know. It's more just, like, complaining about the logic, not, like... So, he also believes that another sheriff who comes in from out of town could potentially do better than him. And I would be interested interested to see someone else try. Has there been any, like, casting news about Riverdale? I wonder if they'll... No, because we only got... What, like, three more episodes? What if it's Mark Paul... Gossiel. Gossler? Gossler. Dude, yes. Right? Please. I know. Let's just make it a full thing. Have you seen the Funny or Die series, Zach Morris's Trash? No, but I know of it. It is fucking hilarious. It is so funny. I laugh out loud. It's basically they just, you watch Saved by the Bell and then like, or you watch like, like they have the scenes from Saved by the Bell with like a commentary over it Mm -hmm. explaining why he's trash. And it's like so funny. Because you're like, wow, he sucks so much. I remember there was a cracked video that was like, oh, he has the ultimate superpower of anyone. Right. In any, in any superhero medium or anything, his powers are better. That he can stop time. Ah, that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. 
But basically, that's how the Keller plot ends with the Sheriff Keller being like, I'm sad. I give up. Yeah. like Actually, I wish it were more concrete. I give up. And he, like, ripped down his wall or something. And then Kevin finds his black hood hiding behind the wall. You know what would have been great? If there were, was an ongoing Sheriff Keller mystery-solving plotline for this season. That he was trying really hard to Yeah, out that, that like, he actually provided something instrumental towards finding the Black Hood. But because he, he really been... does seem inadequate when he has... When he doesn't come across any of the information kids need. Well, think about how great he probably felt thinking he killed the real Black Hood. Yeah, I know. He, he, felt, he felt like a real big man when he did that. Right. And then he's like, oh, just probably killed the janitor. I just wish... I'm sorry, I, I'm not, I don't want to review the show I didn't get, but it would have been a cool story. What would be a cool storyline would be like Jughead and Betty have to break into the police precinct Did to like get that? a piece of information. No, I don't think they've done that. They broke into his office in his house. Right, that's true. That was weird when Veronica was sleeping over Kevin's house and was like, wow, you look hot. Oh my God. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. But so, I like, I hated it. So that's a huge bummer, but it means we can jump into... Uh, my favorite and what will inevitably be the most contentious plotline in the in our review of this episode. Yeah, no, I'm actually really the, cool uh, with it. The I'm Cooper one. Um, so, <clears throat> so as we predicted, Chick is evil, as I've been saying the whole time. What, <laughs> Caitlin? You can't just rescind your comments. I don't know. I mean, I think I could, but please continue. We have audio evidence of you saying Chick is a lovely person. He's just trying to be a good brother to Betty. <laughs> yeah, I guess I dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, a little bit. I'm not good bit. at people, John. Uh, looks like your your efforts to just stand against me fell flat. Ooh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not convinced that the real Chick is dead, by So, Jughead thinks that this black hood could be a copycat killer. Specifically, Chick Cooper. It's not. Betty's no. like, nah. Uh... But there's a lot going on here. Uh, Sheriff Keller wants to talk to Chick, and Hal's like, he's not here, but like, we'll bring him by tomorrow. And Hal's like, why are you throwing Chick on the bus? He's like, what? <laughs> Do we have anything to hide? And Alice is like, oh my god, yes, so many things. <laughs> uh, Betty and Jughead are like, we should probably investigate Chick a little <laughs> bit more. It took you eight episodes for that? Yeah, why not, like, when he was being so creepy? Why not day two? You should have investigated more him like more. day one, like, before you brought him to the house. Yeah, well, like, they brought him to the house suddenly because, like, oh, he's in danger right now kind of thing. Yeah, but, like, the next morning, they should be like, we should double-check this guy. It's weird to me because, like, obviously the actors are not related, but they do really resemble each other. Yeah, so he does look like them. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Except, you know, he can't seem to put on an ounce of muscle uh, anywhere on his body. No. He's a very skinny well, boy. Yeah, but I think that, like, if you saw him on his Instagram, you'd get a different impression. <laughs> so, anyway. Please uh, go. So, Jughead and Buddy go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And they're like, hey, we want to know more about uh, Charles Smith. And the sisters are like, do you have a warrant? And they're, and like, they're no. like, do you want us to tell everyone about the gay conversion thing? And they're like, you can look. And I'm like, <laughs> you should probably still tell everyone about the I gay know, conversion that was thing. My thought too. You don't owe them anything. That shit should go out in the open no matter what. Why isn't it already out of the <laughs> why, open? Why didn't you open last week with like, oh hey, this is happening? This is being closed down because it's fucking evil. Yeah. Everyone else in this town really chill with the I gay mean, thing. If this place is still around next season, I'm gonna be kind of upset. 
Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy, but I love it, but I hate it. So, uh, so the picture of Charles Smith in the file is of some like curly-haired blonde kid. Yeah, it looks like a. And Shirley the nun's Campbell. like, "Don't you see the resemblance?" And Benny's like, "I mean, none of us are curly-haired, but yeah, sure, I guess." Uh, well, I had the eyes. I, She'll, I mean, I'll eyes. take it if that means this other guy isn't my brother. Let's do yeah. it. Well, this guy is worse, actually. <laughs> It's the same. He's a monster. <laughs> oh, he's in jail now. So, Chuck and Benny return home, and they're like, stay away from my mother, you monster. There's these great shots of, of Jughead just pointing. It's like, Mer. Yeah, Jughead, just, like, take a seat. Just take a seat. They got it, and Jughead. like, she just doesn't like having a brother. She's like, no, you're not my brother. Mom, this is my brother. She said, she's like, you're not my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like. There's such like an enunciation. I love it. You're not my brother. And then he just he just grabs a knife, Slices. cuts Alice. Well, does he need to? I didn't get the impression he meant to cut Alice. He was like, "Chick, no." Why would he grab the knife if he didn't mean to cut someone? Well, he like in self defense. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, like, I didn't think he meant to hurt Alice. Like, I didn't think he was like, and now I cut you. Like, I think it was like, stay the, away from me, Betty. The and swift slashing motion didn't <laughs> sell you on... It was a really good shot where the blood was, like, sp- sprayed. Yeah, and they didn't have to do any out. kind of yeah. actual visual effect for it. That was pretty cool. And then, Betty knocks him out. Betty's really brave. Betty's amazing. She's the best. I'm in love with her. Yeah, she's cool. So, Chick wakes up bound in the basement. And he's like, like and they're like, you're not Charles Smith. You're not Chick. He's like, no, I am Chick. It's just not a nickname for Charles Smith. (laughs) Which you guys would have figured out. I never told you I was Charles Smith. And they're like, oh, really? Semantics, Chick, right now? You (laughs) want to get into this? Well, that's true. Because I was thinking about this. Here's what I was thinking about. Okay. It was a shower thought. I was like, so Chick... That's a weird nickname, but we have Chuck Clayton, and I assume Chuck's name is Charles. Yeah. So I'm like, that's weird. Chick definitely was an old-timey, like, nickname for Charlie. Chick. I guess, yeah. Or they're related in some way. Chick is such a weird nickname. It's very period-specific. Well, it's like Richard, Rick, Dick. I guess Richard, Rich, Rick, Dick. Let's, Let's look this up, actually. Yeah, it's just... A nickname frequently used for Charles. That's all I got. Yeah, it's a weird name. Uh, I wish I had some more period stuff to say. Who's a good dick? Okay. So, he tells them this story about how he met Charles on the streets and they lived together a bit. I assume they were boyfriends. Right, that was my question. I was like, are they going to say that they're dating? I'm confused. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put two and two together. That's what I assume too, yeah. Uh, one time, Charles Smith knocked on the Cooper's house's door, and Alice was like, we don't want any, and closed it on him. We don't want any of you. <laughs> he wasn't trying to sell anything. <laughs> I, I was trying to remember if this happened in season one, which would have been brilliant if it did. I know. It did not. Um, he then went home and OD'd on Jingle Jangle. No way that really happened. I just the the way Chick delivers line like then he OD'd on Jingle Jangle and, then you're like, and it immediately <laughs> loses any sense of seriousness. I know it's like I was like oh that's so sad actually that I was like Jingle Jangle cool. Jingle, no, I still so have Jingle not. Jangle by the way. Oh my god, we should we should break that out at some point. I know we should. I keep thinking of it. We should save that for the finale. I know, but do you think it'll still be good? I was thinking about this. Is it does it, is it sealed up? It is sealed. It should be fine, right? Oh, I get. I don't know. Sound off in the comments. So. Alice realizes it's true, 
and kind of loses it and uh, goes to her boyfriend FP's house. This was a weird moment. I liked it, but it was weird. She's, I mean, she's acting the hell out of this scene. Yeah, Uh, she really is. But she's like, I had our baby. And I was like, oh, so you, it is his baby. That really annoyed me. That it annoyed this, me too. This this was a real uh, have your cake and eat it too thing where they yes. would be like, Betty had the, you're not my brother. And they were like, no, he's your half brother. And then the later, like episodes later, they'd be like, no, he's not my brother. <laughs> And for them to be but like, also, is he FP's son? Her to be like, no, he's not. And then turn and be like, well, he would have been if he were the real Charles. <laughs> it's like an Arrest Devel- Development narrator. <laughs> Wait, so you had an affair with FP? Could Chick be my, could Chick be Jughead's brother too? No, Betty. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. It uh, was. It was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Oh, God. FP and Alice, though. Like, what a ship. Like, I don't care what happens to Jughead and Betty. I just want FP and Alice married. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, Lollipop plays lollipop, on Betty's phone, which it's impressive how easily that can just click something in your brain. You're I know. You're like right back to where you were all those episodes ago. It's so good. It's the Black Hood. Of course. Hello, and, uh, Betty. Yeah, it got me Is that real. Good? It's pretty good. It got me real, real vibes of hello, Emma. I know, which you guys probably don't know. It's from Scream, the TV Scream. series. We, we really know that show well. Okay. We got to release that script we wrote. I want. I want to go through it one more time and like and like proofread and edit some buff stuff out. But otherwise, before That's... the new season starts, we should at least just throw I it know, online. It'll be fun. We should get you. Put but it although, your blog. If we, yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. And then talk about writing it and that stuff. That was fun. I enjoyed so, it. <clears throat> uh, she takes notes as he's talking to her, which I find really interesting. She's like going to the whiteboard and like yeah, writing stuff down. Yeah, that was smart. Down. I'm not it's sure like, what she's what she what why she's taking the specific stuff. She's taking down like the name Midge and. Um, well, I think it's like just the turn Svenson, of the phrases. Like she's making. I think she's checking to see if it's the same guy by like the way he talks. Oh, maybe I was I was thinking of it. Because I think she's hoping somebody will slip up and be like, FP, he lives in a den of thieves or whatever it is. And she's like, what? Or den of sinners, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll be like, what? Dad. (laughs) He also tells her that Chick has murdered before. Yeah. So. And then. Oh, no, please. No, I was just like, there's no way that Chick is dead to me. Oh, no, because we don't see him die in this episode. Yeah. Once again, Black Hood whiffs, or he's, like, secretly friends with Chick or something. Yeah. But there's a really interesting line reading after this when Jugga comes over and she, like, hangs out. He's like, was that your mom? And she's like, no, it was my dad. Yeah, I know. There's, they're really pushed over the Hal Cooper thing here. Because it's right. How dope would it be if they revealed it three episodes before the end, and then we got to have that knowledge out there and see... What goes down with that? It would be cool. It would be similar to what they did last season where they had the reveal and like the penultimate finale. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of, it just almost seems like painfully obvious now that I'm kind of like, is that really how it's going to go down? 
Like, it's Betty's dad? Okay. Like, I don't care about Hal Cooper. Mm-hmm. The only reason I would be okay with him being the Black Hood is because then it it clears the path for FP and Alice. That's true. It would severe... And you know what? That might be why they do that it. That might be, Yeah. FP moves it to the next Which would be house. really funny, because then... But I but I hope they do it, because I want the actor who plays Hal to go, like, full psycho. Be like, yeah. Alice said I couldn't be a killer. She's wrong. Oh, that's, that's so true. Yeah. That's exactly what he's going to say. You all underestimate Hal Cooper. That's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm actually a game for this now, just because <laughs> Alice did laugh when... Oh, it makes so much sense. Alice laughed when she was like, you think your dad killed Jason Blossom? Blah, 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 and he's blah. like, I could kill Jason Blossom. I could kill lots of people. And then he doesn't uh, for right. a while. And then she could laugh at him more when like he reveals he's the Black Hood. Yes. And like, it could go, it could be really intense. Yeah, it'll be really good. I'm praying for this now. <clears throat> I mean, I like the, if, if we can get like a really, really good reason for him to be the Black Hood, as opposed to he's just the Black Hood. Everything, can, yes. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, if the motive could be um, better than, like, just the reveal. It's just everything, everything clicks into place if he is the Black Hood. All the stuff with Betty, him knowing all the stuff about her. uh, Maybe not exactly motive, but that would probably be easily explained in a crazy person monologue. That's true. It makes sense. It's just... I think sometimes uh, it's okay for it to be the obvious thing. You're right. That Maybe that's why they saved him coming back for so late, because they didn't have time to obfuscate obfuscate it any further i don't know what that word means uh to to hide it any further yeah i don't hate it it's just kind of like i really wish that they had the black hood not show his eyes or something like i know that that's like the thing with archie but it's like, weird that, that you didn't get your scene where someone's like in a bathroom it's like green contact lenses right right i still think, could though maybe 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 the next episode starts with her checking his bathroom exactly like, what because yeah, otherwise it's like, I mean, I think Archie probably would have looked at Betty's dad's eyes and been like, oh, yeah, you are the Black Hood by now, mm-hmm. right? Like, why wouldn't he? I don't know. <laughs> Archie hasn't had a one-on-one with Hal all season. Yeah, but I don't think it's like... Ah, uh, ah, uh, man, what uh If Archie and Betty had started dating at some point in the season, he would have had to pick her up from a date and look Hal Cooper in the eyes... And, like, felt a shiver run down his spine for reasons he doesn't understand yet. I just think that, like, if you truly looked into someone's eyes for that long, even if they were, Which like, it wasn't wrong, very long. Right, no. But if they were, like, the wrong color, I feel like you would know. Like, I don't know. I wish that we didn't know the Black Hood was, like, a middle-aged man. Like, that's, like, what I wish. Mm-hmm. But he is. Because it, middle-aged white men are, are the, the most evil yes. thing in the world. This is very true, but I also feel like it really narrowed our possibilities, like, too much. It's, it's, it's two dads in a row is what they did for the show. I'm, the still, I'm still holding out hope for the Blossom dude a little bit. You want to be Claudius? Yeah, or yes, Claudius just, working with Hal. That only affects Cheryl. You're right. She's the only person who's met him, really. That's true, yeah. And that would be twice in a row that a man who looks like a father is murdering people in town. Well, I'm still holding out real hope that it's, like, one killer and that the other killer, like, Claudius killed Jason 
framed Clifford oh. and then killed yeah, Clifford. Although that's always a frustrating thing when a season finale goes back and changes all the rules for the like previous seasons. Although yeah. Veronica Mars did that well with um, that was great. The end of season, season two. two. That was really great. He's like, it was me. Everything. <laughs> no, I love now that. Now I'm going to blow up that plane. That was a little much, but like I was still really into it. I mean, that was scary. It was. That's a really, he's a really good actor. I'm not, I don't want to get too deep into that because some of you uh, listeners probably haven't seen Veronica Mars. But yeah, like, spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. Oh my God. Two. I thought that was a really good thing because it really, I just thought thematically it worked really well. You know? Plus, it really made him a bad guy. In the, Like, you if, very quickly were like, oh, he's not human. <laughs> like, yeah, but also I think, like, you didn't forgive him for anything, but you also, like, it felt, like, less like, um, oh, he's just evil. And we're like, oh, he was clearly, like, fucked. Like, he yeah. had an X factor. Every, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like the he was. The big reveal broke him. Um because I think that in the first season, you know, the, the killer was was much more straightforward evil. Yeah. And in this one, it was more nuanced. Yeah. I mean, Although, he was evil. still pretty evil. Really, you know, really evil. I mean, the plane blowing up thing, really evil. But he also had a lot of shit happen. So, like, if one thing went differently, maybe he would as As the show, I think in season three, there were a lot more shades of gray to those mysteries, too. They kept trying to shade everything more. Yeah, that's true. But wait, Riverdale. Right, that's Riverdale. True. Yes. Um, Betty and Jughead go back to the flop house uh, and knock on, like, Chick's neighbor's door. Who, and she's boy, like, I should have tried that earlier. And I she's know. like, oh, yeah, Charles is such a nice kid. <laughs> and then the bad one and him got in an argument. Yeah, I called him the bad one. Uh, <laughs> And then later, he was just draw, uh, getting rid of bloody sheets. So, like, that kid definitely murdered that other child. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, so you see two people all the time, know that they're always fighting, then see the other kid, bloody sheets, and not the other one ever again. Your first thought isn't, I should tell somebody this information. <laughs> Jesus. Her first thought is, I'm going to mind my own business. <laughs> exactly. Until two people ask me one question and then I will open up like a can. Yeah. It will be fine. Uh, so uh, they go back to the house and Jughead's like beating up Chick when FP comes in the house and tears him off and be like, listen, this is not our fight. I don't want you killing that kid like I did to Jason Blossom. What did he do to Jason Blossom? I like no. Well, he held Jason Blossom in a basement for a while, I think beat him up a little bit, and then eventually the kid's dad came in and killed him. That's so, like, it's actually up. super similar. Yeah, it's really similar, actually. Um, he's like, why are you making my exact same mistakes? <laughs> Stop being me. Literally. Like, you let them give me this jacket. That's true. So, Alice tells Hal, like, everything, and then they start arguing about what to do with Chick when Betty just kind of casually goes downstairs, pulls a gun on him, be like, we're leaving. Hey, okay. And they go out to the graveyard in freaking dope scene. This was really cool, like, but I have a one issue with it. <laughs> I bet you'll figure it out, but... Um, so they're standing there in the cold, and he's like, what was that weird ringtone? And she's like, it's Lollipop. You've never heard that song before? <laughs> it's an American classic. Uh, and then, like... Don't the, judge me. The Black Hood comes out, and uh, she's like, so that's death. 
so you want to tell me if you kill my brother? And he's like, I, I lost control. And she's like, cool, 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 cool. If you run now, you have a 70% chance. And you're still here, 60. Come on, man, you got to get moving, 50. And then he runs for it. And then the Black Hood chases him down. And then we cut, and we don't see the Black Hood murder him, which means he's definitely still alive. So Betty has a gun. Betty had ample opportunity to kill the Black Hood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Betty would actually shoot someone. I don't think she's there. Okay. I don't think she has it in her, and I'm happy that she doesn't have it in her. Yes, but this is also the Black Hood, like, who is a murderer and will ostensibly kill other people. But it might be possible that she just hates chicks so much. Yeah, I guess that's true. That she's like, I'm going to let this happen. We're just going to let this one go. It's interesting that twice in a row we've had episodes that kind of take characters to places they already were. Cheryl ends up back where she was in the first episode of the season, yeah. taking control from her parents. And this episode is takes Betty essentially to the same place where she was when she gave the Black Hood Nick's name. Oh, that's all true. those episodes ago. Only this time, it's it's much more direct. I kind of and like that's cool, but like we did this. Uh, well, the, did did she didn't know like, he was going to kill Nick? What happened <laughs> actually? He was like. You're just like me now. Bruh. Okay, yeah. So he didn't hurt Nick. Other people did. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the lodges got, uh, hurt Nick. But I, it's, it's, it's frustrating that, that it's, it's the, almost the same beat. Well, you can't. But really... a more intense version. But Nick, we were like, yeah, kill him. He's a bad guy. And we've known him for one episode. Like, we were cool with that. Chick is like, dude, this guy's been wasting our time for, like, almost 10 episodes. See it as wasting my time. You, I, I do. I like the chick by the, stuff. By like the second or third episode, he was there. We're like, ooh, oh, oh I get can, him out of here. I kind of wish that um, it was like, like this guy's creepy. <laughs> I wish it was a slower build. Like I wish he didn't yeah. start out as creepy. I wish, yeah, it's very quickly. He's like, you don't want me living here. <laughs> yes, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I kind of wish it was, like, a slower build, but, like, I enjoy, I enjoy the stranger in the house creepiness. I almost wish he was her brother, though. Like, I wish he was her brother. I wish he could have been creepy and her brother. Do you know what I mean? Like. I wish he was more nuanced. What, like, why couldn't he have been her brother? What happened to the thing where he's like, I'm going to show you how to do online sex stuff? I think that the network probably was like, nah. don't, don't make this happen. Okay. Because I, I think maybe if something stopped them from going down that path further, which I think they wanted to do with that character, and because they couldn't, that might have forced them into the more like, oh, then he's just going to be really weird for a while. <laughs> Because we promised I mean, his actor this many episodes. I know nothing about like what the like what's too far for the CW or WB. But I don't know because they'll show people get mur- brutally murdered all the time on stuff is, like Supernatural. Violence is different than sex, though. It always. shouldn't be. It, it should be right. It shouldn't be. Um, there's a really good documentary called uh, "This Film Is Not Yet Rated," where they talk about the rating system in movies, and like one thing they always bring up is like how. A movie will get like a PG thirteen rating, but it'll be like so brutally violent, or not like, not like violent where it's like, oh, we just saw somebody's like head pop off, but violent in the sense that like, this guy went in with a machine gun and gunned down like twenty like unnamed like guards or something. Yeah, 
Um, and that's super common. But then if you see like one act of sex, especially if it's like even somewhat realistic, like in close up or even not nude, but like just like a little like more like real. You can see like a bit of side boob. And right. someone's like, whoa, there's children. Exactly. It's like, but let's have all the guns. So I'm not saying that the that's what the CW thinks or but if I had to predict, I could see people being worried about what parent groups and stuff might say. What? Uh, where can I find that documentary? It was on Netflix. I hope it still is. Yeah, Ian used to work for the director who made it. I'd like to watch that one. You would really like it. It's a really, really good documentary. I actually watched it for the first time in college, but um, yeah, it's really good. So Betty comes home to find Alice getting some white wine alone on the staircase. As, as one does. She's like, uh, Mom, chick's gone. She's like, gone where? It's like, ah, I took her to the bus stop. And then, yeah, that's fine. You don't think about it too hard, Mom. You're hey, drunk. where's Dad? She's like, oh, he went out looking for you. And then Betty, like, looks around, and I start screaming, yes, yes, at the TV screen. That just seems so obvious that, I don't know. I got to watch next the preview for next week because I haven't. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they they backed off of this after bringing it up. But I'm glad they brought it up. I really want it to be true. I think it would be a fun place to go. You love being right. I love. Love being love right. Love being I right. Love being right as well. Oh, that's why this works. I know it's good. We always disagree. So one of us has to be right. One of us has to be that's wrong. That's true. It's actually a strategy we've come up with. It's <laughs> so. So, Caitlin, who are your uh, prom king, prom queen, uh, friend on Twitter, suggested Veronica? Um, okay, I'll give it to her this time. Betty's pretty good, too, but... I want to give it to Betty because she punched Chick. Is this because you hate Chick so much? I, I don't like Chick. I know, and he's gone. And he's gone. He's gone. Well, he's probably... I think I'll give it to Veronica just because I think... Let's I don't assume usually... we haven't seen the last of Chick. Yeah, probably not. At least we'll see a dead body at some point. What if I have a theory? Okay. Should we start now? Okay, we'll do this. I I just have to hold on to that for okay. a second. Um, yeah. King. Um. Oh. Kevin Keller. Sure, he stood up for his dad. Good for him. Yeah, he's like he's gonna campaign for Fred super hard now. Yeah, chaperone Kevin Keller's dad. I was gonna give it to FP. Yeah, FP's the fucking best. Like, don't lock a child in the basement and beat him attached to a chair. We've been down that path. <laughs> Literally, this exact path, this exact scenario has happened twice. And uh, who do you want to throw into the bus? That's a good question. It's Nick Claire. I guess. I mean, Trick also sucks, but. <laughs> Nick St. Clair, Nick St. Clair is, probably, is a special kind of a terrible. Yes. He's a, he's a fun character, but <laughs> a terrible rapist. What's the line from Scott Pilgrim? What a perfect asshole. Yeah, totally. That's really, it's really real here. <laughs> so, comic connection? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I got two. Uh, Sheriff Keller is uh, Colonel Thomas Keller That's in the comics. way more aggressive. Uh, so during his time in the army, the Keller family, which Kevin has like two siblings and a mom, uh, moved around a lot before uh, finally settling Riverdale after the colonel retired. And uh, Kevin actually hopes to join the military and fight the good fight someday like his dad. That's cute. That's like all I got. He's not really much of a presence in the comics. Interesting. But I also have one on Nick St. Clair, who Ooh. is very much a person in the comics. Weird, uh, okay. Who is a teenage delinquent who moved to town to live with his aunt and uncle. And uh, he uh, once snuck into a movie uh, and fell in love with Veronica there. 
So I, she was in the movie. I think I think they were both in the movie theater or something like that. And he snuck in. Uh, so Betty and Mitch uh, tried to convince him that convince Veronica that dating him was a bad idea, and uh, Mr. Lodge forbade it. But Veronica just disobeyed her dad, and uh, Nick also tried to hit on Betty. Oh. Yeah. But she wanted nothing to do with him. All this is actually very similar to in the show. And then he uh, roofied Cheryl. And then he would pick on others, break rules, act tougher than it really was. His catchphrase was, a saint, I ain't. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. So Betty decided the only way to make Veronica see the truth was to go on a date with Nick. Sure. Uh, and this caused Veronica to break off with both of them. And then the gang all confronted Nick together. And after that, Nick is sent off to military school. So, are Betty and Veronica and friends? Not really. Uh, but they're, they're like frenemies. Uh, Veronica learned why Betty went out with Nick and then forgave her. But Aww. for the most part, in the comics, they are usually in competition against each other. They're rifles. Interesting. That's cool. But I guess sometimes they hang out. Yeah, that's fair. They just both really want Archie. So weird, but okay. That's all of my comic connections. So, theory time. Yeah, let's get into the rumor mill. So, Chick, when he he is obviously lying about some aspect of uh, this Charles Smith story, but he did say, I lost control, right? Yeah. Sure, but that's what he said when he killed the Shady Man, too, which totally confirmed this episode that Alice wow. is like, yeah, he killed that guy. So, here's my theory about the Shady Man. What if that was a real Charles Smith? That would be cool. Right? Does he seem like he's too old for that? I think they could get away with it. He did. Did he say Chick Cooper at the door when they, or did he say is Chick home? I think just Chick. It would be cool as hell if that did turn out to be the real Charles Smith. That, but that dude looked nothing like the child actor in those I know, pictures. But he didn't have the hair or anything. It is also a child actor, so I'm kind of like. It would have been, I mean, if they were going to do that, I think they would have gone all out and gotten that guy to come back and, like, tried to Photoshop it a little bit to make it look like the same person. Maybe. But I also don't think that that would, like, bump me that much if they were like, the shady man was your brother. You killed him and buried him and threw him in a tube. What did, but didn't his girlfriend, like, say he had a name? Like, they... Well, he could have a fake name. I guess, but it feels like you're reaching. I think it would be yeah. super cool if that turned out to be true. But I don't think it is. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good theory, though. Or I think it's a good hope, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been really clever if they did that, but it's too late now. I feel like we talked a lot about who we think the Black Hood is. You mean Hal Cooper? Yeah. Because he is Hal Cooper. And I've been saying that from the beginning. I'll be a little disappointed if that's if it's so clean. I won't be, because I've been saying that from the beginning. Yeah, but, like, it's just so, like, clean or let me, something. Let I let know me, you want it. I get let it. Let have this. I know, John, you're... Fine. 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 No, please. Give me a counter theory. There's really no counter theory. I still think that it's weird to bring up the twin thing and then not have that play out in any way. Well, I mean, it already has played out in its own way. I guess you're right, yeah. Eh. I won't be upset. It can... I mean, it's fine if both things are true. That Hal's the Black Hood, but also Clifford Blossom is still alive. And that he killed his brother at the end of last season. What if Hal's darkness is, like, what gives Betty her darkness? Like, we kind of always think it comes from Alice, but, like... If it's a genetic thing, I think... Or not, like, genetic, but, like, no, but if it is, like, a a thing that runs in the family, that 
honestly works even better for what yeah, we're dealing with here. Because the Coopers and the Blossoms are the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm cousins with Cheryl Blossom, and she just went to your gay conversion therapy camp, and that was really uncool. So we're going <laughs> to let that whole thing slide. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you give us a picture of my real brother. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Anything um, else, John? My voice is, like, dead. I really want to sniff, but I don't want to be gross. I don't have any... I, um... I don't know what's going on with the police stuff, honestly. I don't... It feels wildly unfocused on the, on the mayoral race at this point, because Fred still doesn't get much screen time. I don't really know where we're headed with that stuff right now. All I can focus on is the Black Hood. So, yeah. Um, I'm betting. Here's what I'll bet. I bet Black Hood stuff is finished in the second to last episode. And the last episode is all about the mayoral race stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. A Brave New World is the title of that episode. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, What are you looking forward to this week, Caitlin? That's a good question. Um, I'm not... There's like... Huh. I can tell you maybe not what I'm looking forward to, but what I just saw. Okay. So I just saw I Feel Pretty. I thought it was really cute. It was nice. I thought it was really nice. I mean, so I was thinking about this last night and I after I saw it. And I was like, I understand why people would be hesitant to be like, oh my God, this is the most feminist movie of the year. This is so great. Like, I get that. I do, and I understand that there are a lot of think pieces you can write about it and about how maybe this isn't the experience of women of color, and it doesn't, it, it's not, it's not as, like, maybe inclusive of a movie as it could be, but at the same time, I did think that, like, a lot of the film felt very relatable in a way that I was, like, I don't really see it a lot, and so even if it wasn't the most um, all-encompassing film ever. And I did have, like, certain, like, little, like, nitpicky things. I was like, well, it really, it could have been, like, a more inclusive cast, and it could have been, like, there could have been, like, other things brought up, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what, like, at least part of this movie made me feel like, oh, you know, like, I understand, like, why this movie was made. So, like, I enjoyed it, and I, I felt, like, somewhat inspired when I left the, the theater. So, I'm curious what other people thought of it. Not saying that it was, like, the best movie I've ever seen or, like, the most important movie I've ever seen, but, like, I left it feeling, like, better than when I came in. And I'm wondering if other people feel similarly or if anybody else has a point of view about the movie that, like, I maybe am missing. But overall, I enjoyed it. So, so that's, that's my thing. Don't wear it out. I don't know. I, I also have a cold. I'm looking forward to kicking this cold. And I'm going ziplining, so that'll be fun. <laughs> cool. Yeah. What about you, John? Avengers. Avengers Infinity War was unlike any other movie-going experience I've ever had. Um, I've never been so rewarded for following a franchise for so long. Had so many small little character stuff that just felt so right um, and felt so emotionally uh, spent after a movie in a good way. Yes. Uh, to the point that I am not looking forward to the year wait for the next Avengers movie that ends this whole There's another one? Line. 
Caitlin, they're not for you, okay? Oh my god. You need to calm your Wait, shit. so everything that happened is not permanent? It's part one of two. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Okay. Okay, cool. Because I was like, wow, this seems like a huge problem. You gotta stop. Okay, you, why spoilers? Because you're dancing so close to a spoiler right now. Okay, cool. Sorry. Are people like really into yes. this movie? Okay. You, they've revealed almost nothing about this movie through the marketing. That's true. I knew nothing people about it. People are truly unaware of some of the people who are in it and some people who aren't. Is Hawkeye in it? You can't tell me? I can't tell you that. Okay, you'll tell me after? The whole, the whole point is be respectful if you watch the movie. Don't spoil it for anyone. Okay. Um... It's, it's, it, you, I can't be objective about this movie because I, I truly do love the Marvel Cinematic Universe so much and it was incredible for me from start to finish. I felt like watching one of the big comic book crossover events that I have spent many of my, much of my life reading. Uh, I, I, yeah, if you've been, wa- if you've been watching the Marvel movies, 100% go and see this. It's everything you've ever wanted. If you are not really into them, not about them, haven't seen many of them, you actually should do homework and one watch them if you want to see this one. Otherwise, you will be lost. Yeah, I, I don't think I should see it for now. Like, I'll, I'll see it eventually, but, like, I gotta catch up. But the sooner everyone who can see it does, the sooner we can talk about it in public. And I need to. <clears throat> Tweet at me. That must be the most expensive movie ever. Um... I don't think so. Well, not literally, but just like it must be ex- like you. Would it's say. the most expensive Marvel movie ever. Oh, I'm sure. But they they filmed two at the same time, so they saved money. I think. Hi. Um, so, Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R E I L L Y Tweets. You can find my dog Stella on Instagram at Stella the Mystery Pup. And John, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at John Patton, and you can find me on my blog Catcher in the Rye, where Rye is spelled. W-R-Y. What a good pun. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. I think that is it for this week, then, everybody. Okay, over and out, River Vixens.